Oh, there we are. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. I like the background. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just, I, I talked to Steve before the last event and I was talking to him about all his Captain America stuff. So I, I think you look good sitting in front of it too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I don't know anything about Captain America, but it's all Steve's stuff. So I had to embrace it. Uh, there, uh, ask ask around i don't know ask him ask twitter where you should start if if you're in, into learning about it i would say there's i'm sure some compilations or some good graphic novels that are out there yeah yeah our first our first like date was me watching winter soldier and he was like this is where you need to start and then it kind of just went down downhill from there i was like i'm not into this i don't know Ooh. that's <laughs> no like he was right that's where you need to start but that's like one of the best marvel movies out there i I agree with them i i enjoy them for what they are but but i think because i don't know the like backstory and stuff like i just am like who's that person you know what i mean like it's very hard to get into it if you don't if you're not already into it i feel like you know yeah uh the, the way that i always explain why i love that one so much is if you take away the, the the superhero elements it's like an espionage thriller mm-hmm. that's why yeah. i relate to it so much sort of like how batman could be a police drama in the same way i really feel like it's kind of like a spy movie without okay. I, I can see that yeah give it another chance I, you know what he, we go to the movies all the time to see like whatever comes out and I really do like them you know what I mean like they're they're not bad movies they're good but yeah when you don't know the world it's hard yeah. uh buy popcorn so I go <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough uh so new impact wrestling knockouts champion how'd you celebrate this win this is your third so did you do anything special to commemorate it um no <laughs> popcorn you and Steve are both winning. This is so special. You guys have to do something fun. But um, Jordan Grace is a beast. I've, I've said it time and time again. She's my toughest opponent. So I was beat up and very sore after the match. And um, I think Steve and I, we, Impact held like a little after party for all of us just to get together and have some food and, and drinks if you like drinks. And I had a couple drinks and we Ubered back to the hotel and I ate a Big Mac. And that was my celebration. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Can't go wrong with a burger. Uh, Mickey was injured. The I, I think in the it wasn't even in the build up to the match. It was like you know before you got the title shot. You said, uh, paraphrasing here, but a lot of people should want to knock her off. Uh, should want to end that reign, especially coming off off of the last rodeo. All the attention she had. Uh, and I don't want to say bittersweet or any sort of negative con- connotation, but is do you have any thoughts now that you've had time to reflect maybe just about her not being the one you beat, especially because you have so much history with her? Yeah, I, I, I think it's bittersweet. I think we can say that. Um, because I think going into this match, it was like, if the, the three-way dynamic was really interesting because, again, I've never beaten Mickey James. But Jordan Grace had never beaten me. So it was kind of like, if Jordan comes out victorious or I come out victorious, this is like kind of history making and game changing in that type of way. 
And then on top of, yeah, Mickey James won the Knockouts World Championship with this huge stipulation that if she, like, if she lost, she retired. So um, you have to think, like, what her mindset would be when she loses again. And does that mean we're getting closer to the end? And are, are you the person that knocks Mickey James off and, and sends her into retirement still? Who knows? So I think that with that possibility, there was a lot of interesting ways that the knockouts division changes from that point on. So it was bittersweet because I want to defeat and then hopefully retire Mickey James um, and, and get that thorn out of my side finally. But I think either way, when you're con you're contending for the knockouts world championship, it's going to be special. Um, Jordan Grace and I were the main event of rebellion it had been three years since Jordan and I had had a, a singles match in one-on-one -on -one against each other. So there was that element to the last time we did this. It was really special. It was history making. And there's a bit of expectation and pressure there. So I think any way we could have flipped it, it was going to be good. Um, and then, you know, of course, when you win the world championship, the knockouts world championship in the main event, it's like, what more does a wrestler want? That's the pinnacle, right? So um, I'm happy with the outcome either way. And when Mickey heals up, there's always that opportunity to maybe retire her. So Absolutely. I, I have been the champion before, so I know what it feels like to lose your championship. I can't imagine what it feels like to lose it when you didn't actually lose it. So I know that the target on my back is huge, particularly for Mickey James. And I know she's not going to let it go. She's going to come back guns blazing. She wants her championship back and I'm going to be ready for it. And I'm going to finally defeat Mickey James. There you go. Confidence. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to throw a, a couple stats at you now. Uh, 343. That was your second reign. It was the second longest single reign. Uh, Taya Valkyrie still has the record at 377. Do you look at that uh, that number now, uh, especially after Josh Alexander got so much attention for breaking the men's world title record? Is that something you're striving to maybe break yourself um I definitely think that it's in the back of my mind of like okay if I could hold this you know I did it before I can definitely do it again but I think more so for me the number that sticks in my mind is I believe it's 711 and that is the number of days combined that Gail Kim held the knockouts world championship um over seven reigns she's number one in combined days as a champion so that I think is the next number for me where it's like um, if I'm at, you know, four plus hundred now, um, can I beat seven? I think it's seven eleven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seven eleven over seven reigns. You just actually passed Mickey, uh, I think a couple days ago, maybe over the weekend, but you're second now, three reigns, four forty-nine and counting. So that was gonna be my next question. Are you looking <laughs> at that? Obviously you are, but we just talked, you know, quite a bit about Mickey not losing her, you know, losing without actually losing it. Uh, thoughts on kind of passing her, kind of getting another step up on her, even though it's not a, a, a win in the ring, you're still, you know, passing her on an all-time list. Yeah, I will take pride in any little bit thing bigger than that I could do compared to Mickey James. <laughs> um, you know, no, I think she's what five-time knockouts world champion. That's an incredible feat, and I think our our division is better for having Mickey James in it. 
Um, although she's my, like I said, biggest thorn in my side, my biggest rival, the person I cannot beat. You beat pretty much everyone in this division at some point over the last three years, but Mickey James. So um, just to have that little bit of an edge over her, I think I can play a little bit of mind games with that. The Virtuoso can come up with some way to make that uh, a part of, you know, my strategy, then that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's what I do best. You're being respectful, but you're being petty and I like it. <laughs> From Jersey, you know, we got to bring up. The- <laughs> All right. uh, April 29th, uh, 28th and 29th is spring slug fest impact goes back to Chicago. Uh, one of the things I like is they've already started announcing some of the matches. Your greatest self-proclaimed great- greatest rival is going to be your teammate. Jordan Grace and Deanna Praza are going to challenge the coven thoughts on that uh, based on what, how you described Jordan, you know, she's a rival, you know, one of your greatest opponents. Now you're teaming with her. You also could be the champ champ again. Yeah. I, they announced that yesterday and that was the first thing that came to mind. Like, Ooh, an opportunity to be the champ champ again. Okay. The last time we were, um, the last time impact was at in Cicero stadium in Chicago, Chelsea green and I won the knockouts world tag team champions, uh, championships at, I think it was emergence last, last year. So, um, it would be great to be back and get to do that again. And although Jordan is my greatest rival, my greatest opponent, there is a mutual respect. We saw that at the beginning of the match at Rebellion with a handshake. I don't typically do that. I don't show uh, a ton of respect to my opponents, especially when the bell rings, but I know that Jordan Grace brings out something different in me. She brings out um, even like a larger fight than most people do. I know what I'm in for when I get in the ring with Jordan Grace. We know each other like the back of our hands. We wrestled so many times. Um, not necessarily in singles competition, but in tag team competition and, and things like that. Plus, outside of the ring, she is one of my good friends. So um, I think there's this this different level of respect that I have for most people when it comes to being in the ring with them. And I think it'll be interesting to see what our tag team dynamic is. Um, and hopefully, like I said, be, I get to become the champ champ again if, I, if we win. And I would love that. I think there's something to be said about... Uh having a rival that you you just said is also your friend, I think maybe sometimes lose sight of that, whether it's just in professional wrestling or whether it's from a a fan perspective, as far as like, there's all this talk about tribalism or, Oh, they have to hate each other because they're fighting or blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, I think, you know, more should be said about having a healthy rivalry in the ring and then just remaining friends. I think, that exists in real life and you know it it should be highlighted a little bit more like kind of like you just did yeah and i think especially when you're you're fighting somebody you know what i mean like there has to be a respect because you're literally beating the crap out of each other for one goal you know and if someone can beat you up a little bit more or is that much stronger or faster or you know look at the things that Jordan has accomplished over the last you know even just one month right she she trained for the last six eight months whatever it was for a bodybuilding competition and she destroyed it she won everything you know so like what Jordan's transformation you have to respect just as a human being and I think when you can differentiate that of like hey we have one goal in mind we're going to beat the hell out of each other to get there but then also look at what we're doing in real life and look what what you had to do to get here and you still made it through and and um I think that's that's our biggest thing is like 
the people we are outside of the ring, we can respect that and then bring that fight to each other at the end, at the end of the day and just be like, hey, you got the best of me. And thank you. Mm-hmm. Multiverse United 2 is coming up. This is later in the summer. It's August 20th, but I'm excited because it's Philadelphia. It's local. I know you've been asked a lot about uh, potential opponents. I believe you named Mercedes Monet would be a a good matchup that appeals to you. Uh, I'm going to focus on the United part. Who would you like to Mm -hmm. team with at that event if you're in a tag team match? Ooh. Um. Yeah, well, of course, Jordan has to be up there, right? Uh, we just talked about tagging with her, the potential of winning the Knockouts World Tag Team Championships with her this weekend in Chicago. Um, I mean, if I can have anybody, right, if we're breaking down that forbidden door and we're doing anything, I would want Chelsea Green. I would want my VXT partner back, um, although I know that's not possible. Uh, Britt Baker would be an amazing option. That's my other best friend. Um, so I don't know. With an impact, I think Jordan's always going to be my number one of – I want to fight, but I also want to have him by my side. Okay. I like it. Uh, study up on the on, on the Marvel movies. You'll, you'll learn more about the multiverse and how it might be possible. See, I saw gonna... where they're all like, there was the three of them, right? Uh, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the Spider-Man meme. But now now the phase, whatever, I think it's five or six. I, I lose count because there's so many movies. But yeah. Uh, now it's all big on the multiverse so and anything's possible but like you said jordan would be a, a solid first pick uh any thoughts on opponents from japan who who could maybe come over i mean th- this show the first one was uh very well received so you, yeah. you take that feedback a hot philly crowd it's Some, exciting yeah <laughs> Um, you know, so obviously everyone wants to talk about Mercedes, um, but Mercedes just lost the IWGP uh, Women's Championship to Mayu Iwatani. And I've been in the ring with Mayu um, a handful of times in in years past, um, and I would love to be able to revisit that. I think that would be really interesting. Um, and, And, you know, Kyrie, I've never been in the ring with Kyrie. That would be a really cool first time ever match. Um, there's a lot of great talent in stardom that are like rising through the ranks there that were just kind of like young girls when I was in stardom 2017 and 2018. So um, trying to like keep up with it and get back into it and watch it regularly now, I think there's a lot of young talent too that could be really interesting to wrestle. Yeah, and I think the the one of the the big takeaways is this relationship and events like this are going to do nothing but help both companies, especially stardom, new Japan, getting those names out there where before it maybe I don't, I guess like, you know, a niche product, but that's just because of where it is in the world. Now that it's becoming more of a global thing, it's, you know, you're going to have more fans. You're going to have more attention. Obviously names like yourself from impact wrestling are going to help that. So I, I think the future is bright, but uh, we're out of time here. So I will say congratulations on the title win. Uh, good luck, Spring uh, Spring Slugfest. I was going to say Spring Stampede. That's WCW. Uh, spring Slugfest, April 28th and 29th in Chicago. Good luck this weekend, and thanks for your time. Thank you so much.